Hello everyone. I'm excited to welcome you to Live Healthy Natural, where we flip the dialogue about health and wellness in terms of what your body can do on its own and your ability to heal from many so-called lifelong diseases. I'm your host, Dr. Samir Sridharan. I'm a naturopathic doctor practicing out of Dallas, Texas. And I'm also the founder of Hygia Homeopathy and Hygia Holistic Retreat. Are you ready to hear the stories of healing and the many journeys of people's healing from autism, autoimmune conditions, and many more? Then listen on. Hello, everyone. Thank you again for joining us on this brand new episode. I have an exciting guest with me here, somebody that I've actually known pretty much forever and such a, an amazing patient of mine, super compliant always. You know, it's my pleasure to have her for this episode today. We are going to be talking about her son's epilepsy journey as well as her mom's kidney failure journey uh, on this episode. So stay tuned. It's going to be exciting to hear so many different things. You know, I always love, love, love to bring all these different stories to you because there is so much out there that we don't really know. And I'm still learning. There are so much that I don't know. There are so many stories that I'm still learning and so many types of treatment that are available that I don't do, but there are so many other people who do that are amazing that help people heal every single day. So I hope that you actually get some information from this episode as well this time. Share it with people that need to hear it, need to hear these healing stories because these are all out there. These are all surrounding us all the time, but we don't necessarily always talk to people or people don't always share with us. So I am so grateful to Archana, my guest today, because she is willing to share her story, her son's story, in order for you to actually know that this is possible for you as well. Thank you so much, Archana, for joining me. Thank you, Dr. Sridharan. I'm glad and happy, delighted to be part of your show and uh, share some of my story that I believe would make change in someone who is listening to it and have faith in your way of treating. And I'm eternally grateful to you because in a situation where I didn't know what to do, reaching out to you helped me open up a different perspective about how I can heal my child as well as my mother when she was having a terrible time with her health. And it was very promising. I would say it was really, really promising, giving me hope that there are alternative medicines, uh, which we don't have to narrow down to one single way of medication. And I mean, more so, I would say it's the faith I had on your the way that you were treating. And also, I had strong belief in that, you know, when we have faith, a strong uh, faith on either the person who is healing it or the treatment itself can take bring a long way for us to make a change in our health and heal people around us. So thank you for giving me that hope. And thank you for always being there for us. And, and thanks for having me on your show. Oh, I appreciate you for definitely being here. And yes, I agree with you 100% on that because it is important for us to be able to have that trust and faith in someone who's treating us because without that, it's impossible to do some of the things. Sometimes it can be challenging, something that are asked of people. And if we don't have that faith and trust, it's impossible for us to follow through with that. So that's wonderful. But I do want to actually make sure that the audience hears that 
it's not about me this podcast isn't about me this podcast is so much more about health and healing and hope and what is possible for everyone if it is possible for one it is possible for everyone and that you don't have to think that there's only one person that can actually heal you there are so many people like me who are you know doing this work who are amazing at what they do who actually understand this and are truly compassionate and caring about their patients and their health and they want nothing but the best for them so if you are somewhere else and you can't really reach out to us i want you to find somebody else who is capable of doing that you know these stories do exist around you and this is just for you to know that this is possible for you no matter where you are so thank you arjuna so do you want to share with my audience a little bit about who you are and what's your background like so that they can understand who probably relate with you sure thing when i'm an entrepreneur i have my um, online portal which is into it's an online marketplace which is into jewelry i used to live in the us for almost 10 years that's when i met with dr shridharan of course i have known her for a very long time in fact dr shridharan's dad he used to treat her family she's been family doctor for us for many many years and in fact for generations i would say because my grandma mm-hmm. used to get treated by her dad and we always believed in the homeopathic way of healing and the natural way of healing as well so that's something that the association is it goes a very long way and we've seen the generations getting healed by their family so that is one thing so i would not take too much of this time to talk more about me rather i would want to talk more about how it's helped me and my family mm-hmm. in benefiting out of the way she's treated us treated my son so going jumping straight into the story back in late in 2009 it was just a random day while i was going to work and my son normally he comes along with me and it was a winter morning suddenly when i was just going to get off and drop him off at the daycare i realized the child was unconscious and that's the time when i saw that he was having seizures he was completely unconscious and it's prolonged for about 6 minutes i would say and he was 3 and 1/2 years old and as any mother would i panicked i didn't know what to do i called 911 and he was taken to the emergency and yes it last which was not a febrile seizure for a 3 and 1/2 year febrile seizure i think it's pretty common when you have fever followed by seizure was pretty common but uh, this was little unusual because he was not having fever it was chest seizure that prolonged longer than what it normally would and right. i kind of panicked at that point and with all major tests with mris and the cts and the brain waves and so many other tests so initially the doctors had put him on uh, some basic medications and i was told that we need to take him to a pediatric neurologist and i lived in la at that point and to get an appointment to a pediatric neurologist took about 3 months so mm-hmm. just wanted to understand what's going on with the child and finally when the dates arrived where we got to meet the pediatric neurologist and before that he got another seizure as well so within the 3 month span he got about three seizures and mm-hmm. each one of them lasted about 4 to 6 minutes wow. span and which was, it was pretty long so we reached out to dr shridharan and of course she assured that she's going to be 
helping my child heal. And after the appointment date where we went to the neurologist, of course, uh, I'm not discouraging any other uh, way of medication, but it was kind of the option or the choice that I had to make thinking what is best for my child at that point. I'm definitely not discouraging or uh, criticizing any other way of medication, but it's just that what stand I had to take thinking mm-hmm. what is best for my child at that point. So when we met with the neurologist, he had put him on a medication called Keppra and which he recommended that he needs to be taking that for the rest of his life. So mm-hmm. my only concern at that point was, okay, what is this medicine going to do to my child? I understand mm-hmm. it's going to help him not get the seizures again, but what are the side effects that it's going to cause? So that was my first question to the doctor. And he said, okay, the child is going to lose the social ability to be himself and it's going to have a social impact on him. So he's going to not be himself. He's going to be a little docile and he's not going to be as active and cheerful. I mean, my son was always a very cheerful and a happy kid. And I would say he was full on energy all the time. And when I heard the word docile and he's not going to be himself for the rest of the life, it was a little bit more than the seizure itself, more than his health condition itself. This was more threatening for me. This was more something that I didn't want. In fact, I was telling the doctor I'd rather have him be himself and not have 80 years of lifespan rather Mm -hmm. than him having life which is going to be very dull and not being himself. So, Mm -hmm. of course, that was a very emotional period for me as well. So I was not in a good state. But this is not the only way to bring him out of what he was going through health-wise. So uh, I reached out to Dr. Sridharan and she said, okay. She was very assuring for me and uh, she promise okay not to worry and that's the first thing you want to hear from your doctor more than okay getting a big prescription of medicine the first word what you want to hear from someone when you reach out in terms of trouble is don't worry I'm there for you and that's the first word I did hear from Dr. Sridharan and that was assuring for me and she had put him on a medication for almost two years, okay? And he was three and a half when he first had a seizure. My son is now 16. He's going to turn 17 in another few months. And mm-hmm. he was on medication for two years. So that's the time frame. And nothing has changed in his behavior. And he's just being himself. He's still a happy, joyful kid. And oh, in fact, he's more naughtier than before. And <laughs> he's a very happy, very creative and joyful kid and very outgoing I would say and he's 17 and he was hardly about two and a half feet at that point now he's more than six feet tall and he's a big child and sometimes when he comes to hug me I'll have to warn him not to crush me too hard because he shot over me he's really tall he's as big as a grizzly bear so I'm, I'm really happy to see him grow and be the same way what he was many years ago and yet be healed and cured with the help of Dr. Sridharan and the medication that she has given. It didn't have to change any part of his life or his ability to be himself because of what he went through health-wise. So again, I take this opportunity to thank you, Dr. Samya, because the word that you said, okay, not to worry, that really was helping me have faith and believe that, you know, this is going to work for him. And 
at that point it was very emotional when you get influenced by people around you they were constantly saying hey this might not work it might be threatening right. he would not be able to get into the swimming pool ever he can't swim because what if he drowns in a swimming pool because he's mm-hmm. had a seizure he would not be able to drive a car or drive anything he can't be on his own yeah, unless you give him put him on a medication that he has to take for the rest of his life at that point it was kind of intimidating when everybody around you believe that this is not going to work and only the medication that the neurologist suggested has to be taken otherwise he's going to what if in case but let me tell you he is also a swimmer he was actively swimming for his school and taken part in many swimming competitions as well nothing has held him back because of mm-hmm. his health condition what he had in the past and he's still as normal as anybody else could be it was just at that point very intimidating when people around you say this is not going to work and i would say i was brave enough to take a call and say that it's not about my bravery here it's more about the faith i had on um no it on, is about on... your bravery too actually and i really liked how you kind of connected everything and put it together because it is true that you don't really have to make that choice whether your child is going to be himself or healthy right that's kind of a very right. i mean that's an unfortunate choice to be making for any parent that you know you either have your son as a whole or you have a son who may not actually have seizures and of course there is no guarantee and yes it is a tough decision and it was your courage that allowed for him to have that help despite so many people because that was my next question it was going to be my next question about how did you deal with that especially when you have a little child who has seizures everybody has an opinion you know i mean that's one of the things that we see all the time in everything people have opinions right people have opinion if you actually don't give medication people have opinion if you give medication people have opinion if you give medication for too long people have an opinion of what medication you give like people have opinions about everything and it's amazing how whether that opinion matters or not people will give it out as if it really is important you know for the person to hear and how hard it is for the person who's making that decision to kind of you know do something for their own child it can become extremely challenging and i see that every day so more power to you and it's really something that you need to be proud of and i am because it requires a lot of courage to be able to do that thank you yes so there were days when i would doubt when i hear people say it yes there were days where i would self doubt about okay mm-hmm. am i making the right choice but end of it like you said i had to make a choice between having my son as whole as him then to just treat so i would say i have been successful in achieving both he's mm-hmm. being himself and rather as i said it was when he was 3 and 1/2 years and now he's almost 17 so that takes about 14 years that he has been without any complaints of seizures or any other health condition as well he's just i do have a whole package without having to compromise on one or the other so right. at that point it was little emotional intimidating and the self doubts did come but when i see him today being himself and as normal as any other kid and in fact much more better in terms of how he is able to focus on his education and uh, how he is able to do multiple other tasks and how he is able to make a choice as to what he wants to become in future and mm-hmm. make a lot of friends he is a very he is an extrovert he makes friends very quick and i mean he is a very joyful child yeah. and yeah. i mean um, i remember him he always was that way he always was such a 
joyful social kid so i am glad that you know you were able to keep that and get rid of the seizures thank you for that story so you want to share about your mother and her kidney failure the time right. of it and what happened with that right late in 2012 so 2012 i had to move back to india for personal reasons and late in 2012 my mom um, suddenly went into this health condition where she had protein leakage in her kidney she was about in her late 50s in, in her late 50s and i you know it, there was a little bit of panic about what needs to be done because this is a new condition that we are hearing for the very first time it's not something right. that you hear they right. that i mean uh, i mean and the diabetic for my audience i do want to mention what that means proteinuria or leaking leakage of protein in the urine is usually an indication of uh, kidney failure so and that's what was happening her serum creatinine was high which is also another one that is looked at for kidney disease and so she did have all the signs of kidney disease and i'm sorry to interrupt go on please mm, no worries this is again 10 years ago we're talking about she had protein leakage in her kidney and it was a bit of panic in the family as to what needs to be done this is a new condition that we were coming across and we didn't know what exactly needs to be done so we did go to the doctors here since dr shridharan was not in the same zone as mm-hmm. she was living and in spite i must say it was commendable of her to be assisting and helping my mother as and when she had some time and in spite of her busy schedule and how she had and the time zones are different so in india it's, it's morning is it's night in the us so it was like a totally different time zone that we live so we had to take assistance from the local doctors because i know the time zones were different so we couldn't mm-hmm. totally take help from dr shrivalin but thanks to her that in spite of her schedule she always made sure that when there is a requirement when there is a need she is there to assist us and guide us in the direction as to what needs to be done so my mom was on uh, medication and she was put on steroids and mm-hmm. steroids did start giving a different complication than her actual health complication itself so she was put on medication and on the side dr shridharan also helped her come out with you know different kinds of medication and also about giving her what kind of food needs mm-hmm. to be taken and guiding her with the diet plan and so on and also i must mention that my mom she's a commendable lady as well she mm-hmm. would listen to dr shridharan to the t she would just take her words as bible i mean her words were like taken to the end another thing is she was such a strong lady mentally and mm-hmm. she would not give up and this is something i would dr shridhar if you may so would uh, like to mention it to your audience too so medication and having faith on your doctor is 50% and the rest of it is your mental ability to think how you want yourself to be cured and which i my mom is a great inspiration in showing us how her mental stamina and how strong she believed in how soon she is going to get cured also played a vital part in her getting healed so she suffered from it for a year so until 
2013 and she had to take medication and also take uh, on the side guided by Dr. Sridharan. It was just a year and it was amazing for her health condition where the doctor said, hey, she has to go into dialysis. It's not going to be especially keeping her age into factor. She's not going to be healed. It's going to be a lifelong exercise and she has to be on medication throughout, which she wasn't happy about she didn't want to be on medication forever so within a year how she totally bounced back she never gave up she would never stop doing her regular routines she never complained about what she had she would not go kriba about her health condition to anybody she was a true inspiration condition like what she had it was told that she must be on medication and it's going to be a lifelong issue but yeah. thanks to dr sridharan and uh, also, my mom's strong ability to bounce back. Within a year, she became very normal. Her protein leakage stopped till date. It's, it's been 10 years. It was 10 years ago. And she's now um, 65 or 66. She's not had this condition ever after. And after three years, I believe she had the leakage once or twice. And which didn't go on for too long. And she again started taking the medicine that was recommended by Dr. Sridharan. Ever since, she's been healthier than anybody else. A 65-year-old, she is more active. She keeps a very balanced lifestyle and her food habits are very healthy. She believes in healthy food. And that's what she taught us also right from my childhood, how healthy food can and a healthy mind can take mm-hmm. us a long way. And she was a true inspiration. During that period of time, she also was diagnosed, wrongly diagnosed with hypothyroidism. And she started losing weight because the doctors had put her on uh, wrong medication for hypothyroidism when she did not have one. When the reports were shared with Dr. Sridharan, that's when she spotted that, hey, the medicine that was given to her was wrong. You, Dr. Sridharan, reached out to the doctors in India, spoke to them saying that, okay, the medication is being wrong. And the doctors were also very, very thankful to them. They were very, very accommodative and they did not say that, okay, how can another doctor say what our medication is wrong? They didn't take it personal. They, all <laughs> they had was the interest of the patient and mm-hmm. they started rectifying the medicines. And this is the story of how do you believe in your mind, your body and the person who is helping you to heal. Age does not matter. The no, disease true. does not matter. The disease does not matter. The complication does not matter. It All it matters is how you have the belief system and faith in yourself and the person who is helping you. So this is a story where I would say it's an inspiration from my mom and Dr. Sridharan who believe that, you know, she can help us out with the long distance. It was more like a long distance love. Long distance relationship might not work usually, but in this case, I would say it's worked mm-hmm. perfectly and it's turned out to be a a beautiful story. It is. It really is. And I do have to say this here that sometimes, you know, we can do all the things like your mom. I, I really love her. She is such an amazing, I mean, seriously, like compliance, talk about compliance. You know, I mean, I, when I say something, she will do exactly that without wavering even one little bit. And she won't really try to do anything different, not even for a day. And if it had to be done that way, she'd always ask to make sure that she's doing everything for her own health. And I think that's one of the things that is kind of missing um, in a lot of people. Like people don't really love themselves enough to take care of themselves that way. And I learned that from your mom. She was so inspirational in taking care of herself. She loved herself enough 
to nurture and nourish herself. And whenever she didn't know something, she learned that, you know, she was always willing to learn. She was always willing to apply. And she did not give herself, you know, anything less than what she deserved. And that is true power. And another thing that I do have to mention here is that even though she did all the things that, you know, were like healthy choices, eating healthy and all that, when there was a condition that came and I said, well, what you're eating is not okay. You have to change it. She was open to that. And that's, again, another thing that's commendable because most people are so attached to the idea of what they think is healthy and not willing to change something when they believe that this is all there is to it. One more thing that I want to mention here is how we can actually eat healthy and yet if let's say that we have some kind of a stress in our life, I think a lot of us and everybody actually has stress at some point or another. I don't think any of us are free from it. None of us are free from challenges, but how we handle it is so important. You know, in this case, when she had the disease, how she handled it was very important. But before this disease happened, one of the things that uh, contributed to a large extent to her kidney disease was her stress and worry and fear. And uh, I want to mention this because I want you to understand that it's not just physical. Most health conditions are not just physical. And so to treat it just on a physical plane isn't going to uproot something. The only reason why this story was possible, this healing was possible, was because not only I was able to address that, but she was able to address it. She was able to work on that. She was able to talk about those kinds of things. And not really think that, oh, what does this have to do with my kidneys? But when I shared how everything is connected, she was open to hearing and listening and understanding and saying, okay, I'm going to take better care. I'm not going to live in fear. I'm going to change this. I'm going to heal my mind along with my body so that I can be the best version of myself. And that is truly what healing you know, always means. It's not just the absence of symptoms. It is uprooting something from deep within. And uh, there are so many layers to that. And, uh, you know, your mom is such an inspiration and you are such an inspiration because, I mean, I've seen all of you have different things at, in different times in your lives and how you have handled it, right? Like nobody can promise that nobody's going to get any disease for the rest of our life, right? Nobody can promise that. I can't even promise it for myself. But how do we handle it when we are in a crisis? How do we live through it? How do we heal it? How do we conquer it? That's where we become superheroes. And you all are superheroes in my eyes. Thank you, Dr. Shiva. It is truly, uh, I don't know, I'm overwhelmed by your words. And thank you so much for always I mean, being there you. for us. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your story. So that's a wrap for us, my listeners. You know, it's such a wonderful, wonderful thing. And of course, you know, none of this happened overnight. This took time. Why healing takes time. Everything that we typically break down happens quickly. Like, you know, if you're building a house, it takes a few years. But to destroy the house, demolish the house, it actually takes a fraction of that time. And that is true for our body as well. But the good news is that our body isn't like a house. The body doesn't get demolished that easily. Even when we do things that are not that great for it, it is always trying to heal. It's always working from within, it's always trying to regenerate. So everything that we can do, little things, big things, everything will help. So don't ever give up on your health. Don't ever think that, you know, that's it. This is all there is for me. And I cannot actually go past this. You can heal too. If 
you know, somebody who's older, and I'm sure you've, you know, heard other stories of hours that we have shared, you know, people in their 60s and people in their 70s having all kinds of diseases, people who have, you know, had problems for 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, healing from things. So if all of those people can heal, you can heal whatever you have. Just find the right person to be your cheerleader, to support you, to hold your hand, and you too can heal. So thank you for listening. I know you have places to be and things to do. And I really appreciate you spending this time with us, listening to these stories. And uh, I would really love it if you could show us some love and share these stories, because that's the whole point of doing this. So you can reach more people who need to hear this. So thank you. And I will join you with the whole another brand new episode with uh, you know other beautiful healing stories in the next episode thank you so much and thank you so much actually for joining thank you for sharing